I'll be singing Blue Skies and Rainbows. Blue skies and rainbows and soda beans from heaven are what I can see when my Lord is living in me. I know that Jesus is well and alive today. He makes his home in my heart. Nevermore will I be all alone and see. Promise me that we never would part. Tall masks and flowers, all blooming in springtime, are works of the Master. I'll live for each day. I know that Jesus is well and alive today. He makes his home my heart. Nevermore will I be all the loves in sea. Promise me that we never would part. I'll be leading the prayer. Dear God, thank you today. Thank you for everything that you have given us to be here to learn about your word. Thank you for the good stuff that you have given us. And thank you for this clear night where we can go trick-or-treating and get some good sweets. And just, just let us be safe here while we do all this stuff. And thank you for this this whole entire world can be built of people and Jesus name Amen. I'll be doing a scripture I'll be reading out of Matthew sixteen eighteen. I say you are Peter upon this rock I will build my church the gates of hell will not prevail against it I'll be singing power of the blood what can wash away my sin Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me wholesome? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I'll be singing Jesus loves me. 
Today we'll be singing, These Are the Days of Elijah. These are the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of your servant Moses, righteousness being restored. And know these are days of the tryouts of famine and darkness and storm. Until we are the voice of the desert crying, repairing the way of the Lord. Behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet call so lift your voice hear of jubilee how's salvation comes these are the days of
Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us this world. Um, please help tonight go well. Um, thank you for just your son Jesus and him dying on the cross for us. Please, this week, to just help us to show our Christians light. In Jesus' name, amen. God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways and step by step you'll lead me and I will follow you all of my days oh God you are my God and I will ever praise you oh God you my God, and I will ever praise you. I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways, and step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days, and I will follow you all of my days, and I will follow you all of my days, and step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. I'm satisfied with just a cottage below and a little silver and a little gold. But in that city where the ransom will shine, I want a gold one that silver. Right. 
chapter 5, verse 1 through 12. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others reveal and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for they for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I will be reading uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world, and a city on top of a hill cannot be hidden. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty All the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide it trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. Sing with me how great 
shown and there proclaim my God how great thou art then sings my soul my Savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art i'll be reading james chapter kind of beast and bird or, or of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we, we curse people who, who are made in the likeness of God. I'll be seeing I fly away. So glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. be reading Galatians 5 verses 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. I'll be seeing the battle belongs to the Lord. In heavenly armor will enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. 
No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord, and we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord, and we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. When the power of darkness comes in like a flood, the battle belongs to the Lord. He raised up a standard, the power of his blood. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. Enemy presses and hard, do not fear. The battle belongs to the Lord. Take courage, my friend, your redemption is near. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. I'll be reading. Psalms 144, verse 1. Praise be to the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. I'll be singing um, uh, as the deer. As the deer Hence for the water, so my after you alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. You alone are my strength, my shield to you.
I will be singing 10,000 Angels. They bound the hands of Jesus in the garden where he prayed. They led him through the streets in shame. They spat upon the Savior so pure and free from sin. They said, crucify him, he's to blame. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. He could have Yeah.
today I will be reading Colossians 3 verse 21. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. singing loud the fire. I stand to praise you, but I fall to my knees. My spirit is willing, but my flesh is so weak. Light the fire in my soul. And flames make me old. Lord, you know where I've been. So light the fire in my heart again. I feel your arms around me as the power of your healing begins. Your Spirit moves right through me like a mighty rushing wind. Light the fire in my soul, fan the flames, make me whole. Lord, you know where I've been. So light fire in my heart again. Now I'll be reading Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. All scriptures is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Tonight I'll be singing Mighty to Save. Everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, Jesus and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. So take me as you find me, all my fears and failures, fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything I believe in, now I serve. 
he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. I'll be reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another to and build, upon, build one another up, just as you are doing. All right, that was awesome. I, um, I love seeing these young men lead. Um, I know y'all do, too. Um, it's awesome. There was, I said earlier, 16 of them. Um, I meant to say 18. There was two that um, joined in at the last second in the last five minutes before we got up there. So 18 young men helped lead service tonight, and that's awesome. Um, like, I'm encouraged right now. I'm pumped up. Um, but um, it makes me think back to when I was, when I was their age doing youth-led services at my church. Um, I, this memory popped in my head. Um, this afternoon is I was 13, 14, about most of their ages, and um, we had youth-led worship, and I had the closing prayer. So it's all I had to do was the closing prayer. So I'm sitting there, and um, the last song, the closing song, he gets done. And as a 13 and 14 year old, um, I wasn't the vote most observant, um, and my brain was everywhere. And so he sits down, and nobody gets up there to do the closing prayer. And in my head, I'm like, man, whoever's doing a closing prayer is like doing a terrible job. Like they're not getting up there, like come on. And then it clicked, oh, that's me. So I go up there, um, give the closing prayer, and after services, um, all the young men would be up in the front. Everybody would come up to them and encourage them, and it was awesome. Um, but this older gentleman comes up to me, and he goes, man, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, proud of me for what? And he was like, well, Nobody got up there to do the closing prayer, and you got up there and did it when nobody else would. And, um, he's like, somebody forgot to, and shame on them, but you got up there. And I was like, actually, I'm the guy you're saying shame on him about. Um, that was me. I'm the one who forgot. Uh, and then he was like, oh, my bad, and just walked off. Um, so they did an awesome job, better than me, forgetting the prayer. Um, but that, 
God, he was trying to encourage me. He was trying to lift me up. Um, and he, he did a good job, but I was the guy who forgot. But it makes me think of dominoes. Have you ever seen like the domino art where they stand up dominoes vertically and then they like knock them over and it just looks like a bunch of dominoes standing up? But then when you knock them over, it creates some kind of art. Like something like this. Like this is made out of dominoes. Like that is cool. And before it's knocked over, it just looks like different little building blocks. But when you knock it over, it creates something beautiful. These dominoes, they build off of one another. And just by themselves, it's just a piece of plastic with just little dots on it and lines. But when you put them together and they build off of one another, it creates something cool like that tiger. Um, and that's how we are as people. When we build off of one another and build each other up, it creates something beautiful, which in this case, I'm referring to the church. When we act as the church as we should and encourage one another and build one another up, it creates this unity, it creates something beautiful. What God intended for the church. So for the few minutes I have, I'm only going to be up here for a few minutes, but I want to talk about this idea of encouragement. Um, the verse that Chase read for us, um, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are daring. This idea, and I want to draw three points from these verses. And the first one being, encouragement helps us be prepared. Paul, he starts off in these verses um, with the word therefore. So when the word therefore is used, he's building off of another point. Like somebody just doesn't start a sentence with therefore if they are not building off of something. So Paul is building off of something. And if we look in verse 2, we see exactly what he is building off of. In verse 2 of 1 Thessalonians 5, For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. So he's telling them, be prepared for the coming of the Lord. Be prepared for Jesus' coming. And you're probably thinking, what does encouragement have to do with Jesus' coming? But it helps you to not be encouraged. I mean, that's a very simple phrase right there. Being encouraged helps you with not being discouraged. Um, but it does. Um, it's, life is hard a lot of times. And it's so easy to get discouraged. Examples, for example, if you, if you have a job and your boss is getting on to you and being really rude, your coworkers don't like you, you're discouraged, you don't get any credit for all the stuff you do, somebody takes credit for it, you're going to be discouraged. You're not going to like that job. You're going to want to quit, do something different. Um, if you break your washing machine, this actually happened to me a while back, but if you break your washing machine and then you, you figure out all oh, the problems with the water and you fix that and then the problems with the belt after that and then after that, it just like the electric stops working on it. Like you get discouraged. You just buy a new one. You get rid of it. Um, if, you're, if you're into football and you're watching football and your team's losing 44 to 6, you're going to want to turn it. I don't know why everybody's laughing. That's just a random number I threw out. But you're going to be discouraged. You're going to turn the TV off and be like, I'm not watching that. Like, you're going to be discouraged. You're going to give up. But when you're encouraged, when you're constantly being built up, when you're constantly being prepared, you're helping each other prepare for judgment. You're building one another up. It's easy to give up. It's easy to want to give up. But when you're building one another up, it's harder to want to give up. Second thing, kind of building off of that, is life is easier with encouragement. Um, verse 11, it uses the words in the New King James, comfort and edify one another. 
Comfort, it's a comfort feeling. Like when I think of the word comfort, I think of a pillow, like, like a cloud. It's something comfortable. Edify, building one another up. It's this idea of it makes it easier. Life has a lot of trials and tribulations. Um, but these trials and tribulations are harder if you're not being discouraged, if you're feeling discouraged. Encouragement helps with that. Um, the encouragement provides a lot of things, but three things I want to look at specifically tonight is encouragement provides three things. The first one being it boosts our mood. Like, if somebody gives you good encouragement, it's going to make you feel better. For example, one of the best encouragements to ever receive for me is when you cook something and everybody eats every single bit of it. Like, if you make a cake and everybody that cake is eaten, you're going to feel good because you feel encouraged. You must be thinking, oh, that cake was really good. Everybody ate it. It boosts your mood. It puts you in a better mood. Second thing that encouragement does is it gives you energy to complete tasks. Think of a car that it's almost on empty and you're driving this car and you feel it bumping, you feel like you're about to run out of gas and you pull into a gas station, you fill up that tank and you're able to go. It runs smoothly. There's no problems with that car anymore after you fill it up. And that's what encouragement is. It's gas in the tank. It gives you energy to complete your task. It gives you the ability to complete your task. It allows you to do that. And encouragement in different aspects of life is important, but the most important aspect of encouragement is in your spiritual lives, which, if you're living the way God truly wants you to live, your spiritual life is integrated in your entire life. So encouragement is important. It gives you gas in the tank. And the third thing, probably the most important thing that encouragement does that I want to look at tonight is it shows you hope. Most importantly, encouragement can show you the hope of Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus was like the best example of encouragement. Um, my mind instantly goes to when um, he tells Peter, he's like, Peter, you're the rock that I build my church on. That's got to be good hearing that from Jesus' mouth. Um, and there's other instances of Jesus being an encourager. It gives us hope, especially in our spiritual lives. When you're encouraged to keep going, you have hope. You have the hope of something better, the hope. of Jesus, this living hope. Finally, the last point I want to look at is encouragement is consistent. Paul here, he ends verse 11 with the phrase, just as you're also doing. These Thessalonians, they were constantly encouraging one another. Um, Paul still thinks it's important to give them the reminder. He's like, hey, even though you're encouraging each other, even though you've been doing this, continue to do this because it's important. You can't just encourage and somebody once and just like expect them to always be in a good mood like if i said michael i like your shirt i'm just encouraging them once but you got it's got to be consistent it's got to be something that continues on a consistent basis when somebody's down in the dumps and feeling bad encourage them when somebody does something good encourage them constantly be encouraging people no matter what and so to close i want to look back at these three ideas that i touched on Encouragement helps you be prepared for the coming of the Lord. Encouragement makes life easier. And encouragement should be done on a consistent basis. And so to close tonight, I'm going to give us a challenge. I think it's always good to end on a challenge. So I'm going to challenge you, before you leave tonight, before you go to bed tonight, encourage somebody. 
It's super easy. You got a you got a easy throw to you tonight because we have these awesome young men that led in worship. Encourage them. You have these awesome young ladies that are in the youth group that help out with kids. They're awesome examples. Encourage them. You have young men that didn't lead tonight but can do just as good as a job. Encourage them to lead. Encourage them to keep doing what they are doing. Encourage, you can even encourage the person sitting next to you or behind you or beside you, in front of you, across the church building, I don't care. Um, encourage somebody. Everybody needs encouragement. That's, that's why the church is a thing. Not the only reason, but that's a reason. Because it's easier to 